Internet, we're back another week. Let me tell you something. Shouts to everybody who checked out that Victor Cruz episode. You know, I don't want you to ever think if you see something like a Victor Cruz and you're like, yo, I'm not really into football and think don't listen to it. Trust me, it'd be the ones that you never believe in that'd be the dopest episodes. I really enjoy talking about just life and growing up family and, and, and post-career and entrepreneurship Besides amongst many football things with the one and only Vic the Cruz, man. Mr. AKA 200 Side Chicks. Don't believe that shit. But listen, Internet, I want to let you know. January 18th, I'll be in Detroit. Shout out to the College of Hip Hop. I'll be on a podcast panel out there. Listen, okay? Go to my Instagram and you'll check it out and you'll see. January 18th, I'll be in Detroit. If you're from Detroit, holla at your boy. Let me know what food spots to go to. And, and and if you're in Detroit, come out to that podcast panel. I believe it's like 7 to 9. Check out my Instagram. You'll see more info. And then you know what? The 19th, that next day to Friday, and the 20th Saturday, I'll be in Vegas. Where are my Vegas internets at? Let me know. At me. And if you've ever been to Vegas and you think there's certain uh, food spots I should hit, let me know on Twitter, at Premium Pete, at the Premium Pete Show. Let me tell you something. I'm I'm truly thankful for all the subscribers all the, all the people worldwide, you know what time it is. Wherever you are listening from right now, take a moment, open up that Twitter app, at Premium Pete, at Premium Pete Show, and check the fuck in. Let me know if you're, calling, if, if you're listening from Russia, if you're listening from London, Paris, wherever, Detroit, Kansas City, Nashville, shouts out to fucking uh, uh, Missouri, wherever it is, make sure you check in, okay? And I'll tell you one thing, man. Subscribe and rate and comment. Where like wherever you listen to, if you listen on SoundCloud, follow us, leave a comment. If you if you're listening on uh, um Spotify, if you listen on Google Play, wherever it is, subscribe, rate, and leave a comment. If you fuck with us, make sure you leave a comment. Even if you want to say fuck you, Pete, I don't care. I ain't getting mad. I don't take anything personal. Internet in twenty eighteen, don't take anything personal. Okay? But I'm gonna look for you motherfuckers that say fuck you. Okay, don't play with me. Don't play with me. What I really want to say is this. I, I, I've been with the passing of combat, man. I tell you the truth, man. I am so happy to see all this love for him. So many people have e- emailed me, DM me, text me, or I've seen in the streets and have told me that like, yo, they didn't even know combat and they, and they felt like they lost an uncle or a cousin or a good friend. And that goes to show you how much this guy has left behind. I said it before, I'll say it again. If you do something, okay, make sure you do something that you could leave behind that will stay when you're far gone, that will make a mark when you're far gone. And that's some of the greatest things that I've learned from combat. I said it before, and I want to say it again. Thank you, Combat Jack. Thank you, Reggio Say, for believing in me. Thank you for challenging me. Thank you for teaching me. Thank you for allowing me to teach you things. Thank you for, you know, making me uh, uh, put you on to Jordans at the age of 50. I love you, brother. And I knew, uh, and listen, until we meet again, I'm going to make sure that we continue to raise the bar. And Internet's in your life. If you want to pay tribute to combat, okay, say a prayer for his kids. That, 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 that you know, it's not easy to grow up without a father. But more importantly, if you want to pay tribute to combat, I want you to raise the bar in your life because he would be happy to know that's what's happening. Let me tell you, he always said dream them dreams, but in reality, 
Combat was living his dreams. That motherfucker loved hip-hop so much. And he used to tell me all the time, man, I love my job. Even though he was an entertainment lawyer and dealing with all these high-profile people, he, that, was, that wasn't the life that he wanted to live because it, it, it just wasn't the greatest of life as you think. Him being able to sit and talk about hip-hop and the journeys of it, man, come on. Listen, I love everyone that's going back into the catalogs of the Combat Jack show. Keep supporting him. He's the spaceship, but we're gonna, always going to keep it flying. Let me tell you, man, um, I, I, I've been moving and grooving out here with my daughter. I, I can't believe it, man. My oldest daughter is going to be 18, and we're looking at colleges. Like, the, the fact to sit here and say, like, I have a three-year-old son that I read books to, and I'm teaching him, like, you know, all different words, and he's excelling so crazy, and I love that kid, man, to death. And then at the same time, I got my daughter visiting schools in college, looking at dorms. Yo, yo, why, why, why the fuck schools charge so much fucking money, man? Got me fucking fucked up in the game. I got to get all the grants. I need all those Pell grants. I'm learning about it. I'm learning about it. But, like, yo, honestly, man, I want to say this, man. Kids, kids, are, kids will make you fucking realize how important the little things in life are. You know, to all my fellow parents out there, you know I always preach that presence over presence life. Continue to live that. Continue to know that life is short. I promise you, my daughter is going to be 18 in a fucking hot minute. You have time and moments to share together, but they don't last forever. But I don't want you to do like I did and think that it's over. No, it's a new chapter. Your kid gets older and, you know, now all of a sudden you're able to have a fucking drink with them or smoke a J with them. I mean, I don't suggest you do that, but hey, listen, if you do, make sure it's something good. Don't smoke no regs with your kid, okay? But more importantly, man, keep on being present in your kid's life because that will be the best gift you could ever give them. I promise you that. Man, man, man I love that I have an opportunity to connect with internets worldwide. A lot of people hit me on Twitter, email, and social, and we talk about parent things. That's one thing I think we as guys or, or even girls don't do. Let's help each other. You know, I mentioned about the podcast, and shouts to everybody who have emailed me at thepremiumpeachshow at gmail.com. I want to listen to the podcast. I want to see what you're doing. I want to make sure the quality is good. I want to give you advice because I've been in the game for a long time. But having said that, that's the same thing about parenting. We don't, like, sometimes I have questions. You, you think it's fucking easy? My daughter may hang up on me. I'm frustrated. Maybe I'll have to learn, like, we should have a community of people. Internet, let me tell you something. You make sure you keep people around you that keep it 100 at all times. But make sure you keep people around you that you could tell your problems so y'all could talk about it and find a solution. Look, I don't want to go on a fucking uh, uh, philosophical Pete because I already probably pronounced that fucking wrong. I got to learn on working on pronouncing things better in 2018. But I still love y'all. And I'll tell you one more thing, okay? That you got to eat the sneak. That's another thing I'm so fucking proud of. Shout out to you and Athletics. Me and Bun bonded over sushi. I loved the sushi so many years ago. And then what do we do? Put that theme on a sneaker. Go to youandathletics.com and check out the, the sneaker me and Bun designed, the sushis. And remember, I told you to check in. So you make sure you at the Premium Pete Show, at Premium Pete, and check in and let me know where you're listening from. I love when I know where the internets are listening from. And also, you know what? At the same time, who do you want to see on the show? You know I try to be diversified. I don't want to be, ever be put in a box. An artist, an athlete, an entrepreneur. 
any type of any type of females or, or, or males that you believe that should be should be put on, or a story that you feel is successful or that's inspiring, an actor, an actress, whatever. Who do you want to see on the show at Premium Pete at the Premium Pete Show? Let me know who. Okay, Internet. Let me tell you something. This episode we tape before the New Year with my brother Stolly. I love this kid, man. I know him from the from the days of retail when he worked at A Life, fellow sneaker fiend. And he, I just seeing him grind all these years, working working with Dame, man. You know, just, just man, just just being signed to MMG. Now he's on his own label. But one thing I really always admired about Stolly, he kept the same people around him. That blue collar gang, out of Ohio. Man, listen, Stolly. The one thing I, I, I one thing about Stolly, man, he's pure, he's genuine, and he's living his own dream. And I feel like this Stolly interview ain't only about music. It's about life. And I want you to understand this. If you never heard of Stolly or you have heard of Stolly, take a moment to listen to not only somebody for what they do in music, but what they are as a person because they're regular people just like us. You understand? Internet, I present to you my friend, the Stolly episode of the Premium Pete Show. Let's get to it. Cheer. Come on, everybody, get set, let's go. It's the next episode. It's the Premium Pete Show. News, interviews, all of the info. Listen up, it's the Premium Pete Show. If you want the scoop in the low, down low. Listen to the show, cause Milk said so. Fuck what you heard, better act like you know. It's the Premium Pete Show. Internet, welcome back to another episode of the Premium Pete Show. Sitting here with my guy, man. Listen, BCG. Blue Collar Gang's own. I mean, he's been making his move, and to be honest with you, one somebody who, and we sat down before uh, with the combat episode, yes. somebody who I consider um, turned his life uh, uh, into an amazing journey. Worked at a fucking <laughs> sneaker store. And then, you know, and, and, and then, you know, listen, the journey is still going on. Yeah. Stolly is in the fucking building. What's happening? What's happening? First off, right off the bat, for people who may not know you, you grew up, tell me where you grew up. I grew up in Ohio. Cleveland, Ohio. Cle- uh, Maslin. Maslin, Ohio. Okay, Maslin. Yeah, Maslin, Ohio. Giving buckets to, uh, <laughs> buckets to LeBron James. <laughs> right, right. 45 minutes from Cleveland, 15 minutes from Akron, where LeBron is from. Uh, moved to New York. Uh, lived in New York for 17 years, Brooklyn, to be exact. And, um, yeah. Well, some people we- may have heard or some people may not have heard. And, and we'll start off with some things. But LeBron James. Mm-hmm. You know the dude? Yeah, I, I don't know him well, but I know him. Um, but in high school, I played against him mm-hmm. uh, two years. His his freshman and sophomore year, we played against each other. After his sophomore year, he ended up um, doing the national. Like his, the, you know, they didn't play local teams anymore. Basically, they mm-hmm. took us off the schedule. But um, yeah, um, him, Maverick Carter, mm-hmm. who okay. you know was okay. on the squad then. Um, I mean, they who's were his fully manager? Loaded. Isn't it? Yeah, Maverick is. Uh, I don't know if he's his manager, business partner. I know he was his ma- manager at the time, but um, yeah. So Maverick, all those guys. So yeah, you know, just seeing them now is like 
mind blowing. Sure, I, mean, I mean, well, we knew Le- what LeBron was going to do, but it's awesome to see that he took everybody along with him, and um, they all doing very well, mm. as we. Did you put up any buckets on him? I, I mean, I had a few. Mm, okay, I had a few. Okay, well, <laughs> did you hit the glass on him? At any time? <laughs> no, I didn't. I would. You know, they scraped us. I ain't even gonna lie. They, 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 they did us pretty dirty. Like, <laughs> I ain't even gonna sit here in front, man. And I think he had like twenty one his freshman year, like against us. Like, mm. they did us pretty bad. Did you know he was gonna be a star when you seen him play? Yeah, you know it's crazy because um, before we played against them. You know, we was watching the JV game, and I remember our coach on the way to that. We played him up at St. V's his freshman year, and our coach was like, yo, they got this kid named LeBron. He was giving us the whole spiel, you know, like LeBron this, LeBron that. He was like, um, you know, at the time, he's like, Bob Huggins said that LeBron would start on his team right now as a freshman in high school. Wow. And this is when uh, Bob Huggins was coaching Cincinnati, and they had Kenyon Martin and um, – Steve Logan and all those guys, they were like ranked number one in the country at the time. So I'm like a freshman playing, starting on the number one team in the country. I'm like, come on. Like, you know, I'm thinking my coach is just basically gassing it. But yeah, when we got on the court, he was really like that. Mm. And, you know, from there, you just knew, you know, he had it. Just all the talent in the world. It's amazing to see everything unfold. King James. Yeah. As, as we know him. King James. But yo, your story, honestly, besides even rapping, besides even musical, right. when you think about that shit, you, were, you grew up in Ohio. Yeah. What the fuck brought you to New York? Man, you know, uh, school, basketball, you mm. know, chasing the basketball dream. Went to LIU, Long mm. Island University. Mm. Downtown. Scholarship? Yeah, downtown Brooklyn. Um, basketball didn't work out right away. You know, I just, I never got How, right. Why didn't that work out? Uh, just injuries, things like that, you know what I mean? Just school wasn't really, it, it just really wasn't what I thought it thought I wanted, you know what I mean, once I got to that level. You know what I'm saying? It like it's, it becomes a job. It doesn't become fun. It doesn't become like that love that you had when you're a kid and you just playing at the park or you playing in high school. It's funny because I had a high school coach tell me and he played on like all levels, um, you know. And he was like, "Man, just look around at your teammates and know that you'll never enjoy basketball the way you are right now. Like mm. it's never going to be this fun. Mm. So enjoy it while you're here." And he was dead right. You know what I'm saying? You know, it's funny, it's, funny, it's funny that you say that shit because I think that could be, you know, transcribed into anything in life. Yeah. People look at shit and be like, damn, I would love to fucking do that. And then when you got to do it as a business or, you know, or, or you got to try to, you know, turn it into something that is not so fun anymore. Right. You know, I think, and again, it's just the grass being green on the other side. I think mm-hmm. people think that, oh, the basketball players... That's the only thing that sucks about probably the spotlight is that people don't think people have problems. Right. Or people don't think that shit gets not fun. Exactly. You know, or people don't see from the same lens as other people see. Right. You know, right. people may be like, yo, LeBron James plays basketball and makes tons of money. What the fuck's you got to worry about? Yeah. There's, there's tons of people who have money that commit suicide. Exactly. You know what I mean? You don't know what the fuck people are going through. Right. But so basketball, it's amazing too what basketball yeah, could yeah. do. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's amazing what sneakers could do. And what I mean by that is the industry of sneakers, like media people knowing people and i'm sure that you built so many relationships when you were at a life and we'll get into that that you know and i i say personally sneakers too like you know i met you i know you through from sneakers right and we're sitting here today Mm -hmm. you know even like i know justin tuck 
you know, who right. plays for the Giants through sneakers. And 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 I still talk ma- to him yeah, today. It's amazing. I mean, I could keep on going on, man. I mean, and I sports met- do the same thing. Like exactly, you, said, you know, AAU or high school, yep. or just the people you bump. It. LeBron, you know, when me and LeBron see each other, it's love. Like I don't have his number. We ain't the best of friends, but when he sees me, I see him. It's always respect. It's always what's up, dap, hug. Good to you know keep killing, keep doing your thing, but he might not even remember us playing basketball. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like, again, he might be like, yeah, I vaguely remember, but he might not remember, mm. you know? Because just imagine how many people we have came across through AAU, through high school that we've played against, you know? And then he's been played in the NBA Olympics, you know, all over the world. So, um, but like you said, just that, just that brief interaction with someone like that and we both go these separate ways, whether, you know, I'm not saying I'm LeBron in any way, shape, or form when it comes to basketball, but just me going on the path to music and him doing, you know, basketball, you know, being the greatest player on the planet, and we're, you know, remotely close from each, we grew up remotely close from, you know, each other. It's it's a dope thing. Well, I'm going to give you some info. What I see is LeBron, he be in this sprinter or some fucking room rocking out to artists and hip-hop all the time. Yeah. Mention his name on the next fucking song. Right. Okay? Right. <laughs> and he, he gonna fucking play uh, your song and yeah. then remember who the fuck it is. Yeah, exactly. Yo, I'll be honest with you. I see, it's funny too, because you know, obviously, you know, uh, you could tell the, the purity that Bron loves hip-hop. Yeah, yeah. But when somebody mentions his song, I'm like, yo, he be atting them on the Instagram story. <laughs> well, I don't know if you watch his Instagram yeah, stories. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he be like, you know, he be like, you know, moving his hand. And, right, right. And, and be like, yo, fuck with the young Dolph, you know? Yeah, yeah. Because, you know, they. I'm, I'm, I'm sure he likes them. <clears throat> but everybody kind of likes when somebody throws you a shot. Yeah, of course. That of shit course. is still special. Yeah, it's definitely special. No matter how big you are, just to be recognized. Like, again, just crossing paths and being recognized in the light. You always want to, you know, you always going to appreciate that recognition. So you you come here through basketball, meaning New York City. Yes. You're from Ohio. Yes. Basketball didn't work out, right? Did you immediately go work at the A Life sneaker store in downtown and River? I didn't. I um, what well, first I did is um, I went to East New York <laughs> and I was in the hood. Yeah, my man right here. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like we met each other in school, uh, my man Dutchie, and then you know. But again, leaving school, I just was like, I got to find a way. I I knew I didn't want to go back to Maslin where I'm from because there was nothing there for me it wasn't going to be nothing there for me so whatever I had to do I was like I'm a th- I'd rather thug it here and find my way than to go back there and you know end up doing God knows what so mm. because where I'm from it's like if you don't make it in sports then you trapping you know what I'm saying either you doing drugs or you selling drugs yeah, I mean, it ain't big, no other big, you know what I mean Big told us either you got a wicked jump shot or you, you know? slanging crack right? Right, you know that's I mean? a fact you know right. and that's across America almost in every hood ghetto you know what I mean so um, yeah who, who did you look up to in, 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 in Ohio like Bone Thugs was those yeah Bone them? was man when Bone came through they were heroes you know mm. what I'm saying just the we never had anyone like that. Well, I mean, still to this day, it's never been somebody who set the world on fire musically, style, um, just everything about them. You know what I'm saying? So seeing Bone do it was just amazing. You know, they from up the street, but they, they were definitely people I looked up to. But I looked up to a lot of rappers from all over. You know, I looked up to Nas, to Ice Cube, to Scarface, to... 
um, Outcast. You know what I mean? A you little bit of everywhere. You got a chance to meet any? Like you met Face? Or yeah, I did, I did a record with Scarface, Swangin'. Um, so right. that was yeah, that was amazing. You know what I'm saying? That's the Uncle Face. He's giving me tons of advice and show love. And um, I remember I was on three way call with him and me at X one day. You mm-hmm. know, and they was mm-hmm. just dropping jewels on me. You know what I'm saying? Um, I actually speak to his son a lot. You know what I'm saying? He like a little brother. So, um, but yeah, and I met Nas. Um, I haven't met, I met, you know, most deaf, common, uh, black thought. I mean, these are people that I, I kind of grew up listening to and, and, uh, you know, admiring that I've met all of them, sure. all good dudes. Sure. You know, one thing I've always noticed about you has always been a, a, a real dude, a, a humble dude. Um, just, I mean, you could just tell, you know, I know you for years, but somebody who meets you just in a minute could tell like, yo, this dude is a, is a heartfelt, you know, pure organic dude. Mm-hmm. You know, when 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 did you feel like, especially when you got into music, that you that you belong, that you were nice? Because keep in mind, sometimes we doubt the fuck out of ourselves, right? Man. Right, yeah, and and that was definitely, you know, from jump, I had all the confidence you know what I mean like rapping at school or rapping with the homies I'm like man I'm the nicest and then you get into it and you start seeing how other rappers move or you see you start hearing comments and you be like man hold up you know they start making you second guess yourself like hold up no I know I'm nice but then when you start getting the appreciation or the respect from the most deaths and the Nas's and the Rick Ross's and you know these people Scarface that you come across you be like nah I'm I'm supposed to be here like Mm -hmm. I'm really nice it Mm -hmm. ain't a mistake you know and um so I think when I first knew is just getting that call from Ross and um, take being, us take us through take, and, well yeah. even before that you know being at DD one seventy two with, with Dame, Dame Dash yeah, you know right. what I'm saying how did that even happen yeah so see I, people hold up people don't people I think some people may not realize how long you've been yeah they I don't, don't. say trapping but trapping <laughs> yeah trapping you know out here <laughs> right you know and and, I, and I'm glad you brought that up and I'm glad that that actually came up because I feel like some people don't know the the stripes that I put in, the you know, the hard work that I put in. I think people saw me with MMG and Ross and was just like, I popped up out of nowhere. You know what I mean? But, um, yeah, so DD-172, I was actually doing a show. It was like a CMJ show. Do they still do CMJ? I, I think so. Yeah, so, the, yeah, yeah, the festival here. Yep, yep. So I did CMJ show, and it, it was me, Currency, and I think Wiz and Styles P was on the bill, or it might have just been me, Currency, and Styles P, but Wiz happened to be there. Um, and after the show, we ended up at DD-172, this space with Dame Dash, me and uh, Mickey Fax. Mm-hmm. And um, so we there, and we just chopping it up, and we talking, we start rapping, and just, you know, kicking bars to um, each, like going back and forth and talking to Dame. And Dame was like, this is a space that I have. It's creative. It's for the arts. We do music here. We shoot videos here. He was just giving us the rundown, and he was like, yo, feel free to use this space anytime you want. It's open to you. And from that day forward, I never missed a day. I was in there every Every day, working with Ski Beats, working, you know what I mean, with my, by myself. And everybody passed through there from most to the Black Keys to uh, Currency Wiz, Big Crit, um, Smoke Dizza, who, I mean, everybody, Nikki Ray, uh, Jay Electronica, like everybody passed through there. So, you know, just being in that space is where I really, really got that confidence because, you know, these are guys who've been in the uh, game for 
you know, 10, 5, 10 Were you about to say years. league? Yeah, I was. Yo, <laughs> yeah, actually, I like that, though. I was about to say I the like league. I like that. These, guys, these they, guys are veterans, man. They're veterans, you know, and I'm like... A rookie, you yeah. know. What I'm I mean, saying? some of them, like, some of them only played for four or five years at that time, right? But they were definitely but they putting up points. Yeah, exactly. So just being around that and that energy is what really I think gave me a lot of confidence as well, mm. because I was in there making music with some of the best artists of our generation. Sure. You, you know still what I'm speak saying? The Dame? Um, I don't, I don't speak the Dame, but I seen him. Maybe two years ago in the airport, and it was all you know, it was all love. He was passing by, he was doing good. So he's like, Stop, come here, motherfucker. Yeah, yeah, you know, take some of these poppers and socks. (laughs) Right, right, (laughs) right, right, right. You know, Dame, he always he was asking me how I've been and how the industry was treating me and stuff like that. You know, Dame, a good dude, man. Under, maybe misunderstood. Yeah, I think he's misunderstood. I would never say underrated, misunderstood. Yeah, you know, because you think about it when you sit here and tell me. And I've never heard, I've heard of DD, you know, stories. But, yeah. But when you tell me that he was like, "Yo, this is what we're doing here," and uh, you know, feel free to right. to to make something, create something, and 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 just, man. And I'm gonna say something too, not to cut you yeah, off, no, no. but th- something that Dame helped me. He helped me with my confidence too, because I feel like Dame slept on me a little bit. Mm. You know, I felt like he tried to. I, I don't. I don't know. He, I think he tried to hold me back a little bit because I would be there every day, and he would say stuff like, "Man, you remind me of Kanye." You know, like Kanye just worked real hard, but he was. It was like he was throwing shots, kind of like Kanye is nice, but he not that nice. He had to work to be nice. Like, and he would try to say that to me. I'm like, hold up, Dave. Like, you, <laughs> you slick sneak this in. Like, you know what I'm Yeah, I mean, there's people but, out there like Yeah, but, but you know, Dave, like you said, Dame is misunderstood, but, you know, like, again, him saying things like that and him doing things like say they would like say MTV or Pitchfork could come do a write up on the space he would like leave me out of the interview like he wouldn't mention my name but I'm like there every day so things like that motivated me to be like okay you sleeping yeah, or think- you ain't recognizing you know cuz you would he would mention people's names that passed through there that weren't there every day like I'm there every day in your face but you know there might be somebody like you said who been in the league a little longer and put up a couple more points that he felt like what he should mention that would give that space a little bit more credibility you know what I mean it's funny you say that too because you know I, I had choke no joke on a while ago he a wild motherfucker yeah. <laughs> but he was telling me like how you know no shots to Tim I appreciate him um, yeah but, but but you know just facts are facts he was telling me how that they did like radio interviews and he wouldn't even say that he shot the fucking video. That's what I'm and, saying. And he yeah. was like, what the fuck? And, and, and you know what it is? You know what it is too? And it's just my opinion. It's like old school style of like, you know, there's a lot of, you know, like, like they hold you. I don't want to say to hold you back, but it's kind of like, you know, you know, for like three, four years, I kept you at a distance until, you know, but now, you know, you know, when they do open up, it's a lot of love. But sometimes yeah. relationships don't last that long with people who aren't being shown love like that. But, you know, anyway, uh, for someone who's listening that may not know Stolly, what would you say that your sound is? Oh, man, my sound is it's definitely Midwest. You know, mm. I, I call it intelligent trunk music because where I'm from, you know, we love to ride around, listen to music. Um, in our cars we love to uh, have 15s and 10s beating Alpines mm-hmm. Rockford Fosgates yeah yeah. Harmon County harm, yes yes all of that mm-hmm. so we love that but we also love to be taught we mm-hmm. also love to get jewels and to to have conceptual 
music, you know. So that's where the blending of the intelligent trunk music. It's like you definitely have conceptual music saying something, lyrical content, but it's also knocking and mm. slapping, you mm. know what I mean? So you can enjoy. Um, yeah, that's how I would really describe my sound. You speak, you know, you speak moving with Dame in the studio and, 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 and having a space to create. And then, you know, like I said, you went to A-Life, right? Maybe throughout that time? Yeah. Is it right? Right, okay. That was, uh, A-Life was before that. Mm. Like, A-Life was right before the DD-172. Okay. Yeah. So, because I find that story amazing, too, like that I was mentioning, just working at a sneaker store. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like. You know, and there's nothing wrong. I, I've worked in sneak stores. I've, I've done a bunch of shit uh, throughout my, you know, life. But when you work in sneakers, did you think that the dream was on hold? You know, um, because nah. the reason why I say that right. for is because in retail, yeah, sometimes it could just be like a ceiling job. Yeah, you're doing the same thing every day. You're selling sneakers. Sometimes, you know, you may be good with customers, but at the end of the day, they're going to buy what they want to buy. You may convince somebody else to buy something, but you know, sometimes people lose their. I guess I want to say they, they maybe put their dreams on hold. Yeah, or be like yo, I'm just trying to pay the bills. Right. No, it's easily you can easily get caught up in that. You know, you can easily get caught up in just being comfortable, paying bills, sure. getting sneakers, being fly. You know what I'm saying? Like some people are just comfortable with that. But I know I always knew there was something else for me, and it was a blessing in disguise because at the time. The economy was bad and I had got laid off because it just wasn't like it, it wasn't doing sure, well. Sure, Retail sure. wasn't doing good. The store wasn't really doing that well. It was so, no Yeezys know, it, back then. Exactly. Yeah, it was no Yeezys. It was no um, all the retros were, you know, it was like just starting to be the sure, retro. Sure, sure. You know what I'm saying? So it was slow. And that from that day forward, I remember telling my girl, who's now my fiance, I was like, you know, if I could just make enough money doing music that I did working at A-Life, I'll be good. Mm. And mm. then it just happened. Mm. Like, it's, you know, I start, I put out a tape and it start catching and then I start doing shows and I by was By yourself making, you put out the yeah, tape. Yeah, by myself. It was just, independent. Right, right. Which, which today you're back to being yeah, independent. Yeah, back to being independent. Back to being able to do whatever I want to do, creative and put music out at the pace that I like to put out, you know? So it's, it was a blessing, you know, total control. Start Like I said, putting music out. The blogs were just now starting to uh, be... Uh, popular like sure, the two sure. dope boys and the Nile rights and on like when you was getting on those blogs sure, was you was like deal. yeah it was a big deal uh, yeah, at sure. the time so shout out to them too you know for always supporting still to this day you know um, so yeah like that's when I really just was like you know what I'm not going to go back to work you know, mm. and I remember even po thinking about going back to work. And my girl was like, nah, you're not doing that. I think you told me a story a while ago that this girl this girl was a ride or die. I, mean, I, don't, yeah. I don't remember why. What did, was there some low points in your life at yeah, that time? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Like, um, I was basically homeless, you know what I'm saying? Like, couch surfing. And um, she basically took me in. You know, her parents did. You mm. know, she, she lived in Queens. They had a house. Um, and they was like, you know, come come stay with us until you get yourself together. And then that's what happened, you know, just work focused on music. Hit the like I again, I was in the studio, I was at DD one seventy two every day, just working on the craft, working on music, putting together the project. And then from there I and then I put together um Lincoln Way Nights. Mm -hmm. And then from Lincoln Way Nights, it just took off. You know, um take us through when 
you get a call from Rick Ross, right. or even how that relationship prospered, that then they signed you to MMG at that time. Yeah, so um, for, I was in the city. I think I was at uh, Penn Station, about to get on the L I double R. I was with my girl. It was probably late. <laughs> yeah, L- it was in uh, currency. Thirty. Right, right. Yeah, currency called me. Was like, uh, yo. He was like, uh, you know Rick Ross. I'm like, yeah. He was like, he wants your number. And he's like, I was like, word. I was like, for what? He's like, I don't know for what, but I just wanted before I gave your number out, I wanted to ask you old if it school was cool. Style. Yeah, and then I was like, yeah, it's cool. I was like, I don't know what he want, but sure, passing my number. And then he passed Ross my number. Ross called me and was like, right Yo. away. Yeah, he, like probably a couple hours later, he called me. No, it might have been right away actually, because I was still in the train station okay. when he called me. I remember that. So it was like a couple minutes later. Ross hit me like, "Yo, um, currency gave me your number." He's like. I wanted to know what you was um, doing tomorrow. And then we got on the phone. I think, um, I mean, this was on the phone. Or then he texted me. I forget what happened, but I think he called me first. And then he texted me and was like, yo, I want to fly you down here to Dallas. He was in Dallas. He was on the I Am Music tour Mm -hmm. with Lil Wayne. And then the next day, I went down there, met him, and he was like, yo, I got this situation with uh, Warner through uh, it's MMG I'm building a brand I'm building a label I, and he was like and I've been watching you for a minute and I would love to have you a part of the team and then we just talked it out And you how know, do you really, even know like you know what you're worth or how do you know like that? Like, yeah that was tough you know like again you know that whole process was tough for me because like you said I don't I didn't know what I was worth I didn't know what I should even ask for or what I shouldn't ask for you know um, all I know is I remember I told him he you know he asked me what my vision was I told him what my vision was and he asked me and I told him I was like you know I have my BCG brand I have the brand that blue I built so gang. far yeah blue collar gang and I was like as long as I can come over here and I can be myself and maintain doing what I've been doing and building with my fan base like I have been then I'm cool with it and he was like yeah that's exactly what we want you know he was he get he was like that's what we want you to do we 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 need the the diversity you underdig yeah (laughs) you know yeah so 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 you stayed on MMG for what a couple of years yeah uh I think it was maybe three or four Mm. yeah What, what was your proudest moment you would say from being on there uh, my proudest moment was just one was the accomplishment of, you know, being signed, you know, where I'm from. That's a dream. You know, what I mean, that's like making it to the league. You know, what I'm saying like I was happy to just be there. You know, what I mean, but the other thing would be to put out a debut album. You know, mm-hmm. putting out my first album through a major label, having it in stores worldwide. That was just, a, you know, a dream come true for me. Mm. How important was it uh, for Ross to believe in you like that? Um, it was, I mean, it just, it felt good. I don't know if it was important, but it was definitely felt good to say, for, for someone of his stature, for someone of his stature to believe in me and to tell me they believe in me and to see the, the, to see the, the star, you know what I mean? Anybody, like, I, again, that goes back to LeBron being mentioned in the sure, rap. Sure, for sure. anybody to see the star power that you have and to see that you're an icon and all the things that you know and believe in yourself for someone else to see it and want to help you push that through is a blessing. Mm. Now, did you, did you get a Rolex? Did they give you one of those Rolexes? <laughs> uh, yeah, he gave me a Rolex. He okay. definitely did. Okay, yeah, nice. Yeah, now, shout now, out to Rolex. <laughs> we, we, as we go over this part, we got to find out those legendary MMG pool parties, man. Oh, yeah. Epic. 
Okay. Epic. I don't want to get you in trouble. Nah, nah. They I'm, was epic. I'm playing around. Yeah. Nah, my girl was there with me. But it was, nah, the epic, man. It was definitely great. Um, great times. Mm. Definitely. How's your relationship with Gunplay? Great. Mm. That's my brother. Every time I see him, it's always love. That man. dude is a crazy, wild, <laughs> great motherfucker. He's man. great. Nah, he's great. And I think he's someone who's misunderstood, too. Mm. Very intelligent, very smart, and very good-hearted. You know what I'm saying? Like, just a good all-around dude, man. And I wish him the best. I mean, he's been doing his thing. You know what I'm saying? So, proud of him. You know, even like you think about, like, the MMG compilation albums. Mm-hmm. You know, those were dope. You know? Right. I, I, I enjoyed them. You know, in the camp at the time, you know, some people didn't get along. Like, I remember, like, Wale or Meek weren't really getting along. Right. But you, I feel like you always stayed yourself. But that's one thing I always give you credit. Like you never changed. Yeah, never. You know what I mean? Like, like, like throughout the years I've seen you, you know, man, that's important to never change. Yeah, it is. But how the fuck? <laughs> how, because people change, man. Right. People change. Yeah, I mean, it's just, I don't know, man. Shout out to my mom, man. She just raised a good dude. You, you know, know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't even ask you that. That's one of my most famous questions of always asking. Like, you grew up with mom and dad? Just mom. Okay. Yeah. Dad, you never met dad? Uh, I did. Uh, but I saw the last time I saw my dad was 10 years old. And then the next time I seen him, he was in the casket. Mm, mm. Yeah, he passed away. But, you know, shout out to him, too. You know, <laughs> most definitely. You know, right. Growing up, you know, when when people don't grow up with a father, whether that be mm-hmm. a, a son or a daughter, right? That that definitely sometimes people don't talk about it enough, but it definitely affects them. Do you feel that affected you? You or? know, I always I know it has has had to affect me in some way, but I don't feel it. But I know it. You know what I mean? Like I feel like it didn't bother me. I feel like my mom did such a good job that it. It was like his absence was felt, but it wasn't felt. Mm. You know what I mean? If that makes sense. Because, like, I just know that something is, is I have to miss him or there has to be some. you know what I mean? Like, just not having him there. But, like, when I think about it, I really ask myself that same question. Like, did it really affect me or does it affect me still to this day? But. It doesn't seem like it has. You didn't have any kids yet, right? I do. You have a daughter? Yeah, I have uh, two sons and a daughter. Really? Okay, so yes. how many? That should show you the difference. And yeah. what I mean by that is how you parent is definitely like, yo, I'm never going to parent the way my, my uh, absolutely. father parented me. Absolutely. To think about going years without seeing your kid. Nah, I can't. And you don't know his situation. Maybe, you know, maybe right, something. Right, right. We we're not judging pops. Yeah. But... but I always seen people become better people to be better parents to their kids than their parents were today. Right, definitely, and I, I I can attest to that. And and it was rough when I first became a father because I came a father. I became a father at a young age, so it was hard to be a father because I didn't know. You, so There's maybe no so there goes yeah. the effect right there. You know what I'm saying? I didn't know how to be a father because I didn't have a father. So it took some time for me to really understand and get there. Mm. But once I did, it was easy. Mm. You know what I mean? Because it's like even my mom is kind of tough. You know what I mean? She ain't one to kiss and hug you and tell you she loved me. My mom just started telling me she loved me when she get off the phone. Like, you know what, what I'm saying? What, <laughs> like, why, why do you think that for? I don't know. I, I, I what, don't know. what did mom she, do? Did mom work? Mom worked always. The hardest worker I know. Like she's worked and she always kept us where we needed to be. Mm-hmm. Always kept us in active. My mom was great, man. I'm going to tell you a story that 
when I was in school, right, I used to be very bad, <laughs> put it like that. I used to get into fights every day, like literally fist fights every day. So I probably was in seventh grade, and I remember going to my mom, and I was like, yo, I have to leave this school because if I don't, you know, I love basketball, I love sports. I was like, I, I want to play. But I was like, and, and then I was having trouble with my eligibility. So I'm like, yo, if I have to leave this school in order for me to do anything positive because I'm fucking up. You know what I'm saying? So there was a school called Perry, <laughs> which is like probably maybe 10, 15 minutes away from where I'm from. And, it, you know, it was majority white. But, you know, there was black people there too. But people who went there was like smart. So, you know what I mean? They they got their education. They took education serious. And I saw that just from friends that I had that went to school there that I just, you know, chilled with. So I'm like, man, mom, like, maybe I should go to Perry. And she was like, really? You want to? So she took me out of the school I was at and put me into the school. And my mom drove me to school every because it was out of audition. No school buses, nothing. So my mom woke up, drove me to school every day. She would take her lunch break at the time that school was let out just so she can come and get me. So mm. she wasn't even having a lunch break. She was literally l using her lunch break to come pick me up and take me home and then go back to work. Mm. And and then if I had basketball practice or anything like that, she would move around her schedule just so she can come and get me. But that's just the type of mom I have. You know what I'm saying? You, you know, it's, it's, it's fucking crazy because in, in, in this game, we don't talk about that shit enough. But, you know, a parent's sacrifice is a kid's success. Always, you know, you don't think about that shit. Like I always say to myself, like, yo, there's some parents who are like, yo, I'm not fucking going three times a week. Like there's some parents who will not do that, not trying to hold their kids back, but just don't have the time to do that. Yeah. What about parents or fathers who are working two jobs and shit? Mm -hmm. You know, man, it's why I give credit to a lot of parents like that, and I'm inspired. Me too, by parents like Cause that. Because my mom easily could be like, "Boy, you better just straighten up and stay in this school." Yeah, I mean, think about <laughs> it. Think about it too, right? Even look at somebody like give example like a Justin Bieber. Right. If his mother was like, "Look, didn't foresee the time or re make the calls," like, and keep in mind, maybe now, maybe now the younger parents, but the older parents didn't see freelance and shit as opportunities. Mm -mm. You're probably a boy. Stop playing around with that DJ equipment. Yeah, maybe we'd never have the next DJ premiere. Exactly. Maybe we'd have the next DJ scratch. Right. People. I mean, I still to, to this day like some of the older parents. Like my daughter's gonna be 18. Some of the older parents are like my son DJs, but that's not a job. I'm like, yo, I know, I know people who travel the world and are millionaires as DJs. <laughs> right. Right. But what I'm saying is like, you know, it's like that. That has a lot to do with the parent, man. Yeah. Like seeing a talent and supporting the fuck out of it. Mm-hmm. Bringing them, like, you know, like, if you're, like, John Legend, I, I mean, I don't know if his mother or father bought him a piano lessons, but if they did, fucking cut them a check, Johnny boy. Right, yeah. Think about <laughs> it. Because. And even they, with my mom, yeah. eventually she allowed me to go back to the school that I, I ended up graduating with, you know, from the school that in my city where I grew up mm. at, with, you know, kids in my neighborhood that I grew up with. But she let me go back when I felt like I was ready to go back. Like, you know, once I went to that school and I, you know, my grades came up and I, I seen the importance of, <clears throat> excuse me, I seen the importance of education and how serious it was and how that could take me 
anywhere that I wanted to go and that how it could help me play basketball. Because, again, basketball was like all on my mind at that time because that was the my seeing that was me seeing the only way out. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. like I said, when I came to, you know, LIU, I'm thinking basketball. But when it didn't work out and school didn't work out because I only saw it as a, a get out. Sure. You, you had know, to re- I mean? you had to rethink life. Right. Listen, Internet, we're sitting here with the, the one and only Stolly. OK, Ohio's own. Yes. But give the city again. Because I'm Maslin. Sorry. Shout, yeah, yeah. shout out to Maslin. Yeah, shout to Maslin. And you know what I love? And we'll get into it. That you have always kept a crew around you from the same place. Yes. You know what I mean? That that, that has a lot to say, man. Yeah. Because sometimes crews change up. Yeah, definitely. Because you know what it is? There's not a lot of money involved in the beginning, and people have to believe in the dream before it becomes reality. Man, preach. We'll get into it. Internet's been sitting here with the one and only <laughs> Stolly. Don't go nowhere. We'll be right back. Cheer. It's your boy, Brooklyn's finest, New York Giant God's favorite DJ, Clark Kent. You are listening to the Premium Peach Show. Pay attention. Internet, and we're back sitting here with Stolly. Yes. My guy, my friend. Yes, Listen, my brother. Um, as we're talking about MMG, mm-hmm. you know, um, the time there, the moments there, the pool parties, <laughs> right. the Rolex. <laughs> yeah. You know, you you are now back on your own. Right. Independent. New Rolex. New, new Rolex. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> why did you, why, why did you obviously you said everything's cool is no problem yeah um how did that happen and, and why did it happen um really it's just how can it was really just creative it's just me wanting to be my own man because that's what i came here for that's what i came you know i came to be great um and i think sometimes people forget that I was a solo artist before MMG, you know, because some people are like, what happened to MMG? Or what's up with MMG? Like, we're sync, like a boy band or something. Mm-hmm. But it's like, no, like, we are all individuals that make a collective that, you know, is MMG. So it's just about me really wanting to brand myself and BCG and really step out on my which own. Which is called Blue Collar Gang. Blue Collar Gang. Which is for what? What, what does that even mean? That's just, um, what. that's everything that identifies me my city my music it's hard work it's grind it's grit it's get your hands dirty like i said everyone from my mother to uncles i seen come home and and with their hands filthy you know from Mm. hard work we really have to get it out the mud you know how they say but it's really you really do because i'm come from maslin ohio where the highest paying job might be ten dollars and you're working in a steel mill you know i mean you're making plastic tupperware at sterilite i don't know if you know sterilite that's you know that's the only thing i'm you not know? trying to be or an you, ambassador that yeah brand. yeah or you working at Tempkin making plastic gloves for doctors or you up the street in akron where lebron is from at working at goodyear making tires you know like that's the type of city and that's the type of state i come from so that's what blue collar gang is and we don't you know want to stay blue collar we aspire for more but sure. we just keep that work ethic and that um that same attitude when it comes to everything, just putting everything into it. When you mention things like that, and you really put things into perspective. You, you ever you ever say to yourself when you're in the studio, say with Ross, or you're in the studio, or we're in the studio with? I'm not sure who you're in the studio. Like, how does MMG? You know, maybe Meek or Wale. Yeah, or, yeah. When you're in the studio with the Migos, or maybe right. or, or or whoever you're in the studio with, you ever say to yourself, "Man, I'm just a fucking kid." <laughs> Maslin, Ohio. I could have been fucking. I could have been making Tupperware. Right. Like what? Like when? Did no, you, literally. No, I'm saying. Have you ever took a moment to? 
Yeah, definitely. That. I appreciate it all the time. You know, you know, I'm somebody like I'll stop in the middle of writing a verse and just look up and be like, alhamdulillah. Like, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, just like any moment. I'm just thanking God. Like, it's like incredible. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? To be the places like, I mean, I've been in Gdansk, Poland. What perform. the fuck? You see, see what I mean? Exactly. Some of you know, I, mean, I don't even know what the fuck right, that is. Right, you know what I'm saying? I've been in Warsaw, Poland. I've been oh, in Czech that. Republic. I've been in uh, Beijing, China. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I've been all over the world, and it's just a blessing. Mm-hmm. Like, being where I'm from, like, I wish I could take everybody who's never been there with me and just really see where I come from. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not saying this fucking, <laughs> the, you know, the shitty of the shittiest places, but... It's, you know, it's not a lot of opportunity. Sure. How hard is it to be an artist? And what I mean by that is, okay, people hear MMG, people hear Stolly, people think of, you know, like it's fucking money pouring in. Right, you right. Know, you know, uh, you're on the label for a while. I'm sure, you know, you got some money from, from that. Yeah, yeah. But how how hard is it to be successful monetary-wise as an artist in this day and age? Man, it's really hard. You know, like, it's 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 slim, chances to i mean i ain't saying the slim chances but what i should say is is it's not as many opportunities to make money as it once was um besides you know the shows um but we all know how the album sales are going sure, we sure. all know how the budgets are when it, with these labels now it's just not a lot of money being handed out um but there is a lot of ways to monetize by um, just your online presence and just your brand and um, tours, obviously. And t- yeah, and touring, and shows. yeah, touring and shows. Will merchandise. you be going? Yeah, I will be going on tour so at top of the year. So mm-hmm. the project is coming out um, Friday, mm-hmm. uh, at, um, November seventeenth, mm-hmm. Friday, and then after that, uh, yeah, we'll be setting up tours for the top of the year. Now the latest project is called "Tell the Truth, Shame the Devil," mm-hmm. and uh, it's an EP. Yes. Not six songs, seven songs. Seven songs, the Reason yeah. behind seven? Um, that's just what felt right. Mm-hmm. That's what completed the project. You know, um, I'm always one who doesn't really look for a number or look for... I just look for a vibe, you mm-hmm. know, and whatever fits in his cohesive and sounds right, that's where I go. You know, again, and I hate to keep on going back to Maslin, Ohio, but you think about somebody who grew up or getting out the mud, like you said... <clears throat> and you've been able to be, you know, successful to a point where, you know, you've been able to change the life and create and continue to create. What what have you done with some of the, you know, success or monetary things you bought you ever, that you treated yourself? You ever like to, um, you ever say to yourself, like, you know, because I think even me, <laughs> even me, like, you know, I find that hard. Like, sometimes I have a, a good amount of money in my account. Sometimes that shit is like, oh, shit. <laughs> right. so, so the point I'm trying to make is I never know when it's okay. Like, yo, I think I could go buy this watch. Right. And then I'm like, what the fuck did I just, I just do? I do that all the you time. Know, because I'm not at that state. I never, ever tried to say right. I was where I could just go, you know, buy mad shit. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I never, I'll be honest with you, and, you know, I, I hope to strive more. We learn every day and we continue but I've been more successful with relationships mm-hmm. and moments and my family than ever with money. You right. know, that I feel like, yo, God, if you're listening, man, hit me with a couple of <laughs> racks only because, <laughs> only because I know what it is. And, that, and, that, and that's why I say that shit. And that, because people who grew up with a tough life, mm-hmm. those are the people 
give fucking opportunities to like meaning like if you think of like if there really is a god that like or if you're really blessed or, or, or right like those are people i want to see with money yeah because don't get me wrong some of them do fuck it up because they're not used to having it right but at the day some of them know what it is to not never have anything exactly. and, they'll, and they'll make that shit turn around and open up Opportunities for people around them. Yeah, but did you? And that's what I tried. Finding crazy. I know you you into cars and muscle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like old. Um, but you know what? I you know I've bought watches, Mm, uh, jewelry. You know, typical rapper stuff. Mm. But I've also you know cars. Um, you know I I just got a house and this is the first time I ever lived in a house mm, mm. FHA first time ever first time to I, I always lived in the projects or apartments mm. so this is the first time I literally ever lived in a mm. house mortgage style in the yeah building. so it's you know that's a good th- but I you know I do um feel I, I what is it survivor's remorse or mm-hmm. is that what it's called okay. like I, I i feel like i've had that a lot or i have that like even i can go and buy some shoes like some balenciagas for 800 and be like Ugh, why did i do that mm-hmm. you know even though i can do it but it's just like knowing where i come from and what i came from and what and not having you kind of feel bad or i'm you know i used to feel like if i get something i got to get something for everybody sure, you know because sure, sure. that but so because but they I'm, came up with you right right so i can't but i'm kind of growing out of the feeling guilty for getting things you mm, know what i mean mm, so mm. i like i'm more at i deserve it mm. i work hard you know <laughs> You know, um, an artist, obviously, we speak about how hard it is to squeeze money out. Mm-hmm. I mean, people can make a living. But I always tell people, you know, you look at somebody like Nas, who's in, involved in tech. Right. Who has partnership in Sweet Chick, open up restaurants. Right. Who's doing all... Are, are you starting to think of possibly trying to do some other things? Yeah, definitely, definitely. You know, when the right opportunity presents itself, I definitely want to jump all over it. You know, there's things that I'm into, Um like fashion, as we know, and sure, sneakers sure. and things like that. But it's just about, and I'm into cars and a lot of things, you know, but it's just about the right opportunity presenting itself that I feel like I can capitalize off of and really make money and, and help others at the same time. Mm. Now, now, when you think about um, moving in, in, in a space that you can create by yourself. Right. Besides music, you know, merch or tours or, I mean, is there anything that you want to try to do different that you couldn't do with a label? Um, Well, you know, now I can do whatever I want and that's a blessing, you know. And before, like when it came to tours or merchandise or whatever, it was always kind of like feeling like there was... You you were answering to somebody almost, you know. But now I f- I have the freedom to do whatever I want, so that's the true blessing. You don't feature many artists on your um, album, yeah, or, or your or your mixtapes or anything you put right. out, you know. Why is that? Um, cause I mean, you know me. I think you know me enough yeah. that I don't really. I'm always alone, you know what I'm saying? When you see me, I'm solo, you know, or I'm with the homies, you know what I'm saying? But um, I feel like when I make music, I want to make music with friends or people that we have the same sensibilities and the same outlook on music and different things like that. And um, I feel like that makes the best music. Mm. So that's what I try to do. Who is Stolly's favorite? Or people you're looking at, upcoming artists? Upcoming artists? Anybody Who, on your radar? Um, man, my man Dutchie right here. Big Dutchie. Yeah. Drew Smith, Black Cobain. 
uh, you know, just the homies. That's who I really be pay- paying attention to. Mm-hmm. Now, um, with, um, you know, Nike, you uh-huh. know, obviously, you know, they know that you worked in Sneaker Shop. <laughs> yeah. You've been able to build a, what, like, a relationship with them? Right, yes. Anything possible to do with them in the future? Um, Hopefully. You know, I, I mean, I would love to. I shouldn't say hopefully. I would love to if the opportunity presented itself. I feel like it should have already because mm-hmm. I feel like, you know, I'm someone who's uh, very heavy in the culture and have a great influence on the culture. Sure. And I feel like I should have did it already. But, um, you know, Nike hit me up. Mm, yeah, most definitely. <laughs> now, how did the the Migos? Does, now, now, you also you, you dropped a single. Yeah, right? my line my featuring the Migos. Make sure happen? y'all get that right now. iTunes, um, Spotify. Yes, yeah, everywhere. Yeah, everywhere. Um, yeah. So we had a mutual friend. Friend brought him to the studio when we was in Atlanta. And we just vibed and knocked out the record. Man, good dudes. I'm an advocate of those dudes. I really fuck with them. Always the same people every time I see them. You know what I'm saying? Never on no funny shit solid dudes and I think it shows in the music I think the the chemistry on the record if you listen to it you'll hear it you know what I mean so uh, that again that's feature you know what mm. I mean that's a feature that made sense that felt good you know what I mean and that came out natural everything has to be organic with me I don't want nothing forced I don't want to shoot nothing through the email like let's really build you know what I mean if I don't have you on the phone and I can't text you and you text but you sure, don't text sure. back we don't need to do no record together I mean basically you know, know. <laughs> yeah um where are you resting these days I'm in Atlanta, but I'm back and forth between Atlanta and Brooklyn. Okay, yeah. ATL. I was just in ATL, man. I like, let me tell you, something. I fuck with Atlanta, man. I just, I think it's becoming saturated though. That traffic is becoming like LA. <laughs> yeah, you know, that take tra- you fucking like it's like <laughs> that traffic all 23 is miles away, but it's 52 minutes. Like, <laughs> yeah, now everything fuck. 20 minutes away from yeah. in Atlanta. I, I you mean, don't even have to ask nobody. You like where you? Oh, that's 20 minutes. Yeah, we did. Some, <laughs> we did a live. Um, we did a live show over there. Um, shouts to WeWork uh, brought Greg Street out. Oh, dope. Brought Trinidad. Dope. Brought KP out. Okay, you yeah. K- K- yeah, KP? of course, yeah. 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 So, KP, a legend in Atlanta, uh, Oh, man. myself, I want to bring out people from all different, you know, just just, just a community, Now, that was man. a good mix, man. Just a community, yeah. that's yeah. a good mix of culture, sneakers, music, yeah, yeah everything. Yeah. We threw in, that's what I try to do. We got I got this tour going on. We've been visiting a couple of cities. Basically doing a live podcast, but not just a podcast, like an event. Yeah. So meaning like music and drinks and bites and let people, because I want people to be able to rub shoulders. Right. And network. Definitely. You know, and, and, and meet p- different people of the city, of right. the community. So definitely. But you amongst that, you know, you amongst the culture, so. Yeah. No, most definitely. Most de- and, yeah. and, and, you know, it's, 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 I'm, I'm proud to always see your progression. I'm proud to see what's next. Uh, how's Rashad doing, man? He's great. I mean, he just got married. You know? Really? So, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Fuck, man. Yeah, we should so, talk to him out exactly. of it. Exactly. <laughs> no, I'm playing around. I'm playing around. I'm nah, playing. so he's doing good. He's, you know, he Rashad going to always make music and always be good. Yeah, so. Who produced this latest product? Uh, Super Mario. Mm-hmm. So dope, dope young producer um, from South Carolina, but lives in Atlanta now. Uh, done a lot of music for a lot of different artists like um, Young Thug and... Two Chains, Young Jeezy, even Big Crit. So, mm. but he produced the whole project. Again, you know, I like to sit in, lock in with a producer, and get that cohesiveness, get that sound right sonically, and just put put together a good body of work. I'm always a fan of the artist and the producer. You know what I mean? Yeah. The Snoop yeah. and the Sit- Dre's. Sit- okay, and the, okay. You know, like that Dungeon Family and Outkast. Like, I'm always a fan of that. Is 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 there a moment? 
you know, we spoke briefly on it, but is there a moment that you were in the studio that was memorable to you? Like that you, you know, is there any time or song or track you've been a part of that was super memorable? Oh, man, I'm trying to think. Let me, oh, the Scarface. You know, being in the studio with Scarface was amazing. And I'm going to tell you what, he, you know, the record was called Swingin'. Shout out to Houston and all the swingers out there, man. Um, you know, I he, love the graphics for that, for that, for that. Uh, yeah, he, uh, what, he wrote the verse, but as he wrote the verse, it was like a history lesson. Mm, mm. on everything everything he said in the verse he gave us a breakdown of it and he would come out the booth and be like yeah so you know this happened and we got the big head ricks and da, 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 and he would just talk about it and then he would go in the booth and then rap it and be like oh okay so he it, like that was one of the most memorable one because of scarface you know it's mm, a legend mm. but two just because th- how serious he took the culture mm. He loves the shit out of it. Yeah, man. you know what I'm saying? And swinging, and it was just a beautiful thing. And I'm glad that he was a part of that, you know. And he and I got to hear him speak on the culture. Because one thing about Scarface is like you don't really hear him talk about the car culture or the swinging, you know, too much in his music. And um for him to be a part of it and kind of I mean and give us that those jewels, it was a beautiful thing. So that was definitely one of my most memorable moments in the studio. You know Face is one hell of a golfer too, you know? Yeah, I heard that motherfucker is nasty man. He'd be on that pause, that back nine, whatever the fuck is <laughs> <Yeah>. called. <laughs> like I I'd be calling him he'd be like, Pete uh, 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 hand me the two iron I'm like Yo, what the fuck are you doing out there <laughs> All right, yeah. but um, yeah Face Mom is a homie what yeah. can people expect from Stolly in 2018 man a lot of music consistency you know Bill and BCG um, giving the world new artists you know I got a lot of new artists that I've been working with and that I'm excited to get their music out and get, you know sh- let them show they you know their talents so that you know turning into that businessman and really becoming a boss you know what I'm saying and, and also the consistency of myself putting out music it's going to be a lot of music I, mean, I got a lot of music and now I can finally put out the music the way I want to put it out when I want to put it out sure, at sure. a rapid pace and that's sure. what I'm going to do so be prepared to mm-hmm. be flooded internet be flooded so uh, on social at Stolly yeah S-T-A-L-L-E-Y that, that, that's great that you, uh, you that you didn't have a problem sometimes I, you know you could have been Stolly 1 right I now know, yeah yeah <laughs> or the it. real Stolly yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah think <laughs> about know? it it, you know, or, or, or it could have been style. MMG style. Yeah, or so, yeah, and you would have yeah. had to edit that. Right, right, know? yeah. Would have had to turn it to Stally BCG. But yeah, follow me on Twitter, Instagram at Stally. Uh, Snapchat is at Last. You fucking with the Snapchat? I do a little bit. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? But. Um, you know, now that the Insta story is there, really don't have to. Yeah. So make sure y'all follow me on Twitter and Instagram, and also follow the Blue Collar Gang too on Twitter and Instagram. It's just Blue Collar Gang. There's merch and shit that they have. Yeah, merch. Bluecollargang.com. There's merch, hats, uh, shirts, sweaters, everything. One stop socks. We got socks with stance, New Era fitteds. I mean, New Era snapbacks and everything. So one stop shop. I always say you're a good dude. Mm-hmm. You don't have any problems with anybody. Not that I know of, okay. you know. I, you know I, There's a couple haters out there. There's probably some listening. I'm sure. I'm you know sure. What I'm, I'm <laughs> but, sure. But, but the reason why I say that for is because, <laughs> yo, when I think of even like, and I spoke about this before, but when I think about even somebody like Fab, besides that little Ray J shit, that motherfucker don't got a problem with nobody. Right. 20 years in the game. Yeah. And I'll be honest with you, there's always fuck shit in the game. Yeah. But if you could maybe not take that shit personal or not take that shit emotional, 
I mean, think about it. There's people in this game that have lasted 20, 25 years still out here. Yeah. So, you know, uh, you know, I, I have a Scorpio. So maybe that's why, you know, I'm a Scorpio, too. So maybe we got something in common there. You know, we don't want no problems, man. I, you know, honestly, I mean, you again, you know me, man. I just I, sure. I want to make music, Easy. chill with my family and dress nice. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's all I well, care listen, about. Listen, I, I eat I, good. You know, I what want saying? people <laughs> I want people to some support this new wave in the top of the year. I want people to understand there's going to be a lot more music being out there to yeah. consume. And support good music, you yeah. know what I mean? Support independence, you know, support a black man trying to feed his family, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? But again, you know, like I'm not asking for anything as far as, I mean, I'm not begging, but I definitely need the eyes and the ears because I got a lot of great shit going on and I got a lot of great music and... um you know, I just, it's time to stop being overlooked. You know, one thing I get bothered by is that I see so many people, they like, man, you so slept on, you so underrated, you the best in MMG, they be sleeping on you. But let the world know that. Sure, sure. sure. Show the world that I'm, you know, by supporting, you will show the world sure. that the true talent, you know sure. what I'm saying? Let it be heard. So that's all I ask from everybody. Hey, listen, listen, you know, I think the real will always stay real. And, and you know, you always got my support. And I want internet. make sure you check out the latest project. Make sure you keep it locked to what Stolly's doing. Uh, 2018 is a lot of shit coming out. Yeah, Maybe it'll locked. be in a city near you. You know, yeah, come out, say what's up to me, Most show me definitely. what sneakers you got. On. Shit, you know what shit. I'm interested. <laughs> maybe, maybe Adidas will sign them. Yeah, yeah, maybe Adidas will sign the people. Everybody, hey, listen, Reebok too, right? <laughs> Fuck, listen, Frank the Butcher. You know, Frank yeah, the Butcher? yeah, I know Frank. Yeah. Hey, listen, Frank, get, get, get Stolly a little uh, uh, tour show uh, thing going yeah, on. Yeah, let's get it. But internet, listen, Stolly. See you next episode. Yes, cheer. Internet, if you enjoyed that episode, I want you to reach out to me, email me, tweet me, okay. Email the premium Pete show at gmail.com at Twitter at premium Pete at premium Pete show on Instagram at premium Pete at premium Pete show. Also, let me know what you like. Let me know what you didn't like. And also to all my small businesses or big business, no matter how small or big you are, you want to advertise with the premium Pete show, get at me, the premium Pete show at gmail.com and we'll figure something out. Okay. Now make sure you subscribe, rate and tell a friend to tell a friend and I'll see you next episode. Cheer.